Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. So we, me and you, are recording this on Valentine's Day. So there is love in the air. That means you're probably not listening to this on Valentine's Day. But I love this topic because I know you're going to have a giant ball of heat coming out of your mouth. Here's the headline, Brandon. 2023's best and worst states states for singles. You can do it. You can do it. I know. There is no, I'm, uh, maybe there is a woke megameter. Adam McCann, a financial writer for WalletHub.com. Yeah, I have only one comment about Adam McCann. Another one of these 21, 22-year-old uh, writers. I'm amazed at how many of them are. His favorite thing is playing video games and searching for the best pizza. No joke. That's his bio. That's his bio. I mean, Adam's probably a great guy, but it's just so interesting. Now, this article doesn't matter. He's just giving statistics, so I'm not giving him a woke meter, but... I have no idea, but it is interesting how many journalists out there are in their early 20s now. Okay, so I feel like you might be getting the hang of this because this is one of these trashy studies that people get <laughs> clickbaits on, and you're not going to lose your mind behind the research behind it, but that's what you do. Well, it's from NerdWallet, though, so I have a feeling that there's a financial reason why they Wallet do it. Hub. Or Wallet Hub, sorry, Wallet Hub. But I mean, they're doing it because they're obviously they're checking the financials behind it. Which I, I thought it was kind of an interesting. If I was going to look at a study on romance, I was like, oh, they probably have actually looked at the financial implications of being single. So that's kind of cool. Here, let me read this, then we'll go through some of the findings. Wallet Hub compared fifty states across thirty key indicators of dating friendliness. Our data set ranges from the share of single adults to online dating opportunities to restaurants per capita. Brandon, the top best state for singles, of course, California, followed by Florida and Texas. Worst states for dating for single people, let me scroll up, would be West Virginia is the worst. Arkansas comes in at 49th, North Dakota 48th, Wyoming 47th, and Kentucky 46th. So just from that alone right there, you see that if you live in an urban spot with lots of people, your chances of dating are good if you live in West Virginia, where I'm assuming there are not as many people, your chances of dating and your likelihood of dating is bad. Well, and it's interesting because I wonder if this study took was looking at just simply dating. like Because it didn't talk about me. I, I find it hard to believe that people in singles. West Virginia, right, singles. Like going on dates. Like the amount of dates you're going to get to go on, the kind of fun stuff you're going to get to do. But, I mean, it doesn't talk about like marriage. So I find it hard to believe that people in Arkansas – are not getting married or, you know, at a higher rate than people well, in California. Let's go into a little bit of these statistics. The okay. share of single adults. New Mexico had the highest share of single adults, followed by Rhode Island, Louisiana. The lowest share of single adults, Utah, Idaho, and Wyoming, which I thought was fabulous. Utah, you get married very young because you're Mormon. You don't do that. So you don't got a lot of single adults. Right. And that's what I mean is that, so if you're just looking at going on a fun date, yeah, California's perfect, right? But you and I both know lots and lots of people in California that cannot get married to save their lives. Good, accomplished, attractive people with great person. They cannot meet somebody. They get older and older until the buy-on date is passed, and they're like, oh, no, what am I going to do? I mean, I can name 10 people right off the top of my head right now. But that's not because they didn't have options. Oh, like, no, if you're no, that but same I'm person saying, in West Virginia. Yeah, but would they get married if they were in West Virginia 
would they would they be married? I guess it's a matter of do you want to meet a partner or do you just want to play the hanky panky? I mean, are you just you just want to go out and do slide left, slide right? I mean, if that's what you're after, then yeah, California is much better. If you want to be on Grinder uh, as a gay man, probably California, probably not Wyoming. Okay, so th- this this next statistic I don't understand. Uh, it's it's called the gender balance of singles. What are they talking about? Well, I think that means uh, are there you know if there are a hundred people in the room and they're all single, are fifty of them women or fifty of them oh, men? So they're balanced. All right. So yeah. Maine had the highest gender balance, followed by Nevada and Vermont. North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah had the lowest gender balance. I did't understand that. Well, I think that that's probably because it's. Pro- I would bet you. Now I don't know this, but I'm assuming it's probably mostly men. Right? There's probably a higher percentage because they get married younger in those states. There's probably a greater percentage of men overall. You'd have to look at the state number. Like, is it exactly 50%? So, if everybody gets married in a town and there are 40 women and 60 men, that means 20 dudes are going to be uh, left out. So, I think that's kind of what that means in terms of gender balance. So, you know, again, it's singles, not married. The, the married, yeah. so you got to remove the and and if yeah. obviously if Utah has the most married people, it means there's a much smaller subset of people that are single. So the rule is there: don't be a single man in Utah if you're trying to meet a lady, <laughs> right? If well, you're moving there, unless you went to high school there and your family hooked you up and you need to build the celestial kingdom, then you probably started thinking about that at 20. You knew exactly where I was thinking. Just a couple of more of these stats: they ranked online dating opportunities, mobile dating opportunities. They included. Median annual household income, okay, restaurants per capita, movie theaters per capita, and then they also included crime rate as one of the ways to determine the best dating places for singles. Maine had the lowest crime rate. Louisiana had the highest crime rate. Why did you think they put that in for determining best place to go on? Singles. I guess maybe because they're talking about urban centers with lots of crime that you might not mm. want to go on a date if you're living in a in a crime-ridden neighborhood. I thought there was another interesting one. That whole Utah thing kind of throws me because yeah. they were number one in mobile dating opportunities and online dating opportunities. They were number three. So what does that mean? Is that taking like singles at 20 and they're trying to meet people? And that's and like, so what I'm saying is in Utah, are you going online to meet someone to get married? Right. Whereas in maybe another place, you're going online to hook up and you're not, you have no plan to get married. I was just talking to somebody last night about a, a mutual friend who goes on dates all the time. It has no plan to get married, just meeting the ladies, hooking up. That's what he Woo! does. Right. And he's not even, yeah. he's not even bumping uglies. He's just simply, Hey-oh. you know, kissing the ladies. Right. But, but so, so I wonder if a little bit of these statistics play themselves out based on where you are. I know that you and I both missed the heavy proliferation of online dating. I didn't do it. You didn't do it. So it's a, a little bit of a foreign land to me. I understand well, it, but I didn't do I it. I feel like this is the point where two dinosaurs come in and literally <laughs> sit on the mic and talk about dating, which is something I haven't done in forever. Right. I, I, that was kind of my question to you. Is like, how is dating in 2023 when you can go on any unlimited amounts of dates on a phone with anybody like, whereas when I was dating, like, uh, it's just a foreign concept. Well, I don't know if the world's changed that much. I think that access to dating 
is obviously much greater in terms of being able to go to online. You, you, you know, back in the day when I was in high school, you had to go to the mall to meet a new chick. Yes. Right. right? You had yes. to go someplace to meet somebody. Back yes. when I moved to San Francisco, you had to go to the Marina Safeway to meet somebody. Yes. Right. So, oh. was, Ooh. but it's interesting to me that the people that I know that have left. So San Francisco is a heavy, obviously a heavy app dating city. Everybody I know has got a, a dating profile. They're trying to meet somebody and that's how they do it. Right. It's, it's a Ew. little bit like, let me select somebody to date. But it's ironic. We have a very, very close friend, both of us, a mutual friend. Are we name-checking uh, right now? No, I'm not going to name-check anybody okay. because this person will listen to the show. Oh, he does? But I they thought li- he did. They listened, uh, they, listen, or they lived in San Francisco for years and years, did all the dating apps, never really worked out, went on dates, they were just whatever, moved back to North Carolina, met an amazing person. Now they're getting married. They're engaged to be married. And, you know, this person is in their early 50s. It, never thought this person was going to get married. They go back. And I, I wonder personally if, if this just isn't because they were no longer bombarded. They didn't meet this person on a dating app. They met this person because they had a friend that knew him and they, you know, introduced him. And then they were like, ah, you're a, good, you're a good person. Would they have dated in San Francisco? I highly doubt it. But my point is, like, sometimes it's, as my brother Damon used to say, it's, it's analysis paralysis. Right, Damon D was like, dude, he would literally have one cup. He's like, I don't want to have to think about it. I want one cup. That's it. Analysis paralysis, man. Just make a choice and go with it. You'll be happier. And I do think there's something to that. So I do feel like to describe dating in San Francisco. Once again, I'm a dinosaur. I haven't done it, but I did meet my wife and date in San Francisco. So I have, you know, 20 years ago. I do feel like it. it, It's like um, dating on quicksand. Because it is changing all the time and you're falling. Like, I wouldn't, I don't think San Francisco would be the best date, best place to cultivate meaningful relationships. I, I think it's very challenging. I think one of the problems is, is because when you create a dating app, what you're ultimately doing is you're creating a consumer project, right? You're, you're creating an image of yourself that you want people to consume. You're saying, look, here I am. I'm this great guy, and here's my interest. And you're hoping somebody else finds that and says, oh, that that person. Or back in the day, if you met somebody at, at God forbid, a bar or wherever, church or, or school, wherever, you, you kind of had to spend a little bit of time talking to them, getting to know them without any resume in front of you. You had to ask about the resume. That doesn't happen. People slide right or left based on the resume in front of them. So they actually never really get to know the person. And that's probably part of the problem. And I told you this a couple of podcasts ago. I was talking about how my kids listen to music. Right. The tension span of these young whippersnappers coming up is like five seconds. Even when it comes to a human beings standing in front of them, they're going to give someone about 10 seconds before they move on to the next. Now, I'm not saying that's the right way to go about things, but imagine the dating and decision process young people make. It is going to be a nightmare. I just don't. I here's the thing. Human beings have been mating and coupling Hey-o. for hundreds of thousands of years. Since the we, beginning we of are, time. We God. are like uh pigeons, right? We mate for life basically. Uh <laughs> we find we find a spouse and, and obviously we, we don't do? we have divorces. Well, 50-50. Yeah. Right, whatever, but what what my saying is that historically speaking most people would stick with the the person they chose or whatever. And a lot of but PS a lot of times it was person chosen for them. They didn't even and, and they've done a lot of research saying that Arranged marriages Works. are actually happier. Yep. So, so Damon D quote Damon D. Yeah, made a so choice and has make a with choice it. and you go with it. And and that's the so so there is a piece of this that it's analysis paralysis. People have too many choices. Where if they were just like, hey, this person's good enough, 
And I do think one last thing, this drives my single friends. Typically those folks who are not married are really bothered. Most people that are married are like, oh yeah, yeah, you have to do that. But you ask single people, especially those that have been single for a long time, you say, listen, dude, here's the deal. You're going to have to settle. You're going to have to settle. You are not going to find the perfect person. But, but I think that a lot of Americans especially have been sold this. And I think it's a lie. They've been sold this consumer lie that you can find true love. There is true love, and you will find that. And they spend their life, instead, years that they could have been happily traveling along with somebody. Because ultimately, you know that marriage is a partnership. It's a financial partnership, an emotional partnership, a parenting partnership. So that they spent years missing out on something they could have gotten had they just simply said, you know what, this person is good enough. And not said, you know, if they got 80%, I'm golden. But too many people want to get the 100%. I don't think it exists. So I want to just take the 5,000-foot view from, once again, this study we're looking at. Wallet Hub, best and worst states for singles. The best state, they say, is California. The worst state, they say, is West Virginia. And if we're kind of doing stereotypical things, there's less people in West Virginia from. And there are less restaurants to choose from. So you see someone local and you go, like, we're going to the Applebee's. And those are your choices. <laughs> but I do think so that that's the point of this. But but according to this study, that is the worst case scenario for singles. Yes. Well, that's the point is they're looking at this study for the most part based on having fun dates, like the, the opportunity to have yeah. fun dates. So it, it may not be what's the best state for meeting somebody and getting married. It might just be the best state for having a good time. Like if you can go into San Francisco, hey, let's go on a hike uh, up to Muir Woods or let's go to the Giants game. There's a million things to do. If you're in West Virginia, it might be let's go to Applebee's. So you're right, but it doesn't mean that the people going to Applebee's might not fall in love and might be the perfect place to fall in love. I don't know. I do like the, all that we've learned today, but Utah would be a tricky place to be a dater at this point. Yeah, I mean, but, but it'd be a great place to have an online uh, personality. So I'm, I'm going with Utah. How would you? How do you think our uh, unnamed friend that you not name checked, the one that got married, the other one that you some someone name checked? How do you think that person would do in Utah right now, dating? Terrible because they are not Mormon. I mean, I there suppose you if it. you were a Mormon in Utah, you might have a better chance because I mean, obviously, there's a lot of LDS in Utah. Yeah, you have also have a, a golden planet you could fall back on, too. <laughs> All right, Brandon, thank you for teaching me about a subject you know so well, online dating. That's rude, Larry!